All right, let's go, guys. <laughs> don't feel bad. Don't feel away. You can't see because it's podcast, but I'm giving Stephen the most raw eyes. Okay, go ahead. Oh, Steven. God, you both realize. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You have selfish, ignorant citizens. You're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee deep in a pool of stagnation. No, no, no. Wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith, and I'm in studios with Naima Hazel. Hello, hello. Psychologist. (laughs) And we're going to talk today about our community. We're going to talk about predators. Yes, sexual predators. Sexual predators. All right, but before we even get into all that, we're going to do our fact or fiction. Name is looking forward to this because she aced it the last time. Yeah, no, I got one wrong, and now Steven told me other people did better than me. I uh, do not really like others to do better. Oh, my God. Let's see. <laughs> I'm a chronic overachiever. Let's see. I think this one is a little challenging, but let's see what, let's see what's up. I'm going to give you five statements, each of them. Um, after each one, I'm going to ask if you think they're true or false. Yes. And you're gonna tell me, and we're gonna move on and see if we could get more than three, right? Okay. I okay. think you can, but let's go. Number one, North Korea and Cuba are the only places you can't buy Coca-Cola. North Korea and Cuba are the only two places you can't buy Coca-Cola. True. I'm gonna say that's true. It's 100 percent true. Mm-hmm. Did you look at this? You didn't. No, I just know Cuba. You can't get Coca-Cola. And in North Cuba. Korea is a hell. No. And North Korea was pretty much a hell. Nah. No. Even China accepted Coca-Cola. Yeah. All right, number China's two. strange, because if you go to Taiwan, there's some things you could do in Taiwan, but not in China. Yeah. Some things are strange. Anyways. Yeah. And, but, I mean, they're still in dispute because Taiwan... Tai, yeah, Taiwan, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll just leave that. Yeah, I see it. All right, number two. The entire world's population could fit inside Los Angeles. The entire world's population could fit inside Los Angeles. I'm going to have to say that is false. It's true! How? Oh. The entire the world's total population more than 7.5 billion, and obviously that number sounds huge. However, it might feel a little more manageable once you learn that if every single one of those people stood shoulder to shoulder, they could fit within the 500 square miles of Los Angeles, according to National Geographic. Whatever National Geographic, yes. that's just ridiculous. it. Sounds crazy. I'm like, what map are they using? Not the Mercator, because I feel like you just made North America much bigger than it really is. It, that's it, I was like, no, I'm like, listen, Africa is much bigger than that. that Greenland is very small. That is a conversation <laughs> for another time. But yes, that 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 map is very misleading. Yes, because even England looks humongous. Yet Not big. England is small as hell, yeah. right? Number three, Manhattan, New York City, is the most densely populated island in the entire world. Manhattan, New York City. I'm gonna is say the that's most, true. It's false. What? It's false, nay. It's not. It's not nearly true. They're not even in the top ten. No. No. Where's the most densely? You gotta be. China. The most. No, it's not. The most densely populated island in the oh, entire it's island, world yes. is Islet Abri. Is an island, is a Caribbean island. I'm doing and terrible at this game today. Part, it forms part of Haiti. It lies in the canal between Les Strait and is located north of some Ila Vachi Island. Now, get this the island um, with 500 people sharing an area of 0.04 kilometers squared or 4,000 meters squared. Oh, like who, who knew that? Uh, I'm a nerd, so I guess I knew it. Um, 
I didn't know it before. I, I had a next I'm country. I'm doing terrible at this game today. I have to it's get the next It's kind of difficult. It's, Come it's on. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Come on average, on. the shortest people in the world live in the country of Ecuador. On average, the shortest people in the world live in the country of Ecuador. True or false? Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to say that's true. It's false. Ah! <laughs> I was like, there's no it's way it's false. false. It's false. The smallest people in the world are from Indonesia. Of course they are. Those little tiny people. They're still like mushrooms. Oh, where the men on average are 1.58 totally meters. totally sucking at this today. Yeah. No more. Last one. Number four. Number I got to get one more. Come on. Four babies are born every second. Four babies are born every second. True or false? That's false. It's true. No. no. There has to be more babies than that born every second. Actually, if you, okay, every second, we welcome four new babies into our overall population. Do a little math and you'll find out that means that there are approximately 250 births each minute, 15,000 each hour, and 360,000 each day. In a full year, there are around 131 million babies born I used to like on coming Earth, on this show, Stephen, but now I lost that. to the Ecology Global Ugh, Network. Stupid, stupid facts. <laughs> it's it, You see, the next thing is... Next time. Next time I'm mastering it. Next time. On the vagina. It's on the so vagina, close. Yeah. It's so close. Yes, next time you should do it on the vagina or on sexual reproductive organs. And that's the thing. Like last that, time you know? we did it on psychology. So this one... And uh, I banged that off. I banged it off. Because general that's facts, like, like clearly not good at those. Nah, it's kind of misleading too. It's like... It's misleading. Know, so. It's okay. I'm going to get it. Next time you got to give me some music facts maybe or like some sexual reproductive facts. You know, I could do you that. You can ace them the 100. That's not going to be challenging. You're not going to learn anything. You're going to be like, Stephen, I know all this crap. This is for your audience. This is it for me. Whatever. Oh, man. My question to you, to try, try to open this up, like, why do we have um, s- such difficulties with, like, facing this, like, predatory behavior, like, straight on? Like, why, as a society, we kind of, like, defend, you know, the perpetrators? Like, why are we like that? Well. <laughs> Name, you just immediately went into, like, professor mode. Well, Stephen. <laughs> This answer might not let me. You might not like it's, it. It's so many levels. Um, okay, well, we'll start with who do you want to start with the women or the men? Let's start with the women. Let's start at sexual harassment. Harassment. Let's yeah. Not, let's, not, let's not delve into the the jump into the deep end. Okay. Let's start at sexual harassment. harassment okay. So why do we accept sex, sexual harassment? People don't even know they're being sexually harassed. Okay. So I walked down Fort Street and had somebody like make a comment on a mic on my vagina. Like what? Oh, it looks so fat from the back. You know, I guess they're like that. And and people laugh and you have to chuckle and you walk down the street. But really, why do we chuckle and walk down the street? Like the things that uh, the compliments that are given to mm-hmm. women, like it's always about their sexuality. Their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we become accustomed to, especially when we don't get really any other kinds of compliments. So when you're not accustomed as a woman to getting compliments... Um, especially as a young girl mm-hmm. and you've never received any compliments. You know, you're not the most popular girl. Maybe you're not the prettiest girl in class. Mm-hmm. Other people get a lot more attention and somebody starts to feed you some of these compliments that you think are compliments but really are harassment. Yeah, this harassment. <laughs> and you're like, and every little girl you know is like, and nobody says, sweetie, like, no, like, that's not how boys talk. People yeah. are like, yeah, and they're telling the boys, yeah, yeah, that's what you do. That's how you talk to girls. Yeah, like, and that's what we're encouraging. So really, as a society, we encourage the behavior from very early in terms of how we, uh, uh, what we allow and what yeah. we permit in our space and also how we ourselves see ourselves 
and how other people are allowed to treat us. But the thing is, like, if somebody, if you're walking down the street and they say, hey, you look fat from the back, you know what I mean? Like, like how could you respond to that? Because what are you supposed to say? You're supposed to say... <laughs> Because it, <laughs> that's And that's why the men think it's okay. Too. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like what do you like it's both it could be it could be seen as incredibly embarrassing. Like yes. if, if somebody says like, hey, you, you don't look from, from the back, like it's like especially if you're in a big social setting, like Fort Street. I was on Fort Street, Fort like, Street and Central em- Street. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's almost like we, we always talk about and I think I said this before on the show, like we talk about the fight or flight response. Yeah. But we don't we don't talk about like the the, the, the responses to things like um friendly friending, you know what I mean? Like you try to friend to make a situation less intense or to yes. to take it down a notch. Or or even the, the freeze. Yeah. You know, like you you you, you I, I've had I've experienced like giving a woman a compliment, of course, much further back in the day when like objectification was to me. Um, less understood to be problematic mm-hmm. right and you're giving this young lady compliments and she's just like the and she's completely frozen like yeah. she she she's like uh, uh, like, like you know it's like this stutter and you you take that silence to to mean that she's agreeing or she's fine but that frozenness is is out of fear yeah, and that uh, we're not teaching our young girls negotiation skills, like yeah. how to negotiate for somebody to speak to in a better way. Sometimes it, the easiest thing to do is to laugh it off, but also to correct it. Like mm. that, and that's what I did in the road. Like, boy, you're so stupid. Like, <laughs> you're so stupid. Why would you? Anyways, oh, Miss Hazel, sorry, sorry, sorry. You know. So, like, I think that we have to like. There's a certain amount of even though it's it's frustrating Mm -hmm. we have to come to a certain place of understanding that we have to start to communicate about it in a different way because we clearly think it's okay yeah and it's not okay and a lot of uh like you said some key words when you were just speaking you talked about friending Mm -hmm. um frozen and you said frozen like some men don't even realize that a lot of women's response to them is from harassment and abuse Mm. so you know you touch your girlfriend and she She shudders you know like she doesn't want you to touch her in certain places Uh, she has a problem with intimacy you know and it's for men too because not just our girls that are are being abused it's also our men you know our young boy our young man which never gets talked about but we're gonna 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 talk about it today Uh we sure will today (laughs) Uh-huh. But um, with the young, uh, with the with the young women and the the that that response. So when you talk about fight or flight, it is like a response. And some of the women don't even know that's what they're responding to. Oh snap! You know, so that's what I mean. It's so ingrained in you. You don't even know. Like, why don't I like this man to touch me? Mm-hmm. And it could really be because some man inappropriately touched you. You know, some man, and generally it's some man that you trusted. Mm-hmm. which is also a very important thing for people to know in St. Kitts. It's generally somebody you know and you trust in St. Kitts, not like a stranger. A stranger. Yeah. yeah. You know, so for that way. And something that you said in terms of friending, I think even that's an issue in terms of male and female relationships in St. Kitts and how we perceive them. Like, men and women can't be friends. I was told that when I first moved here. Oh, men man. and women are not friends. I didn't know that because I grew up with men as my friends. That's how I learn about men. Like, women can't really tell you about men. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Women can't. And but men can't really it. tell you about women. Oh, women, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> they think they can, but they can't. And so that was kind of strange for me. And I thought, oh, okay, I could see in the society people are quite judgmental. But then I realized, although we're complaining, we're raising our children into the same thing. 
Oh, so okay, sure. this idea that, you know, boys line with boys and girls line with girls. When you go to the party or the family party, the men are in one corner and, and the, the women, women are in the other corner. corner. If there's children, the women are over taking care of the children and the men are over there. It's always something. The men get drunk at the end of the night. The women take care of them. It's the same. Yeah, it's over and over. <laughs> it's over and over the same cycle, you know. So, like, I, I hope my son doesn't get mad. Like, so my son and his friends, mm. they are a mixed group of friends. They mm. have sleepovers. They hang out. They skateboard. They which a lot of kids don't do. They go to the beach together. You I know, used to skip. What are these talking? Yeah, about? they have issues. They talk about it together in their group. Like this is an issue in our group, and this is how we're going to speak about it. They mm. have their own interventions, you know. <laughs> but for me, it was important. And people, every time I say, "Oh yeah, he's at this person's house," they were like, "Really." Like, oh, you let him have sleepovers with girls? And it's like, yeah, because I want him to understand that you can have a healthy relationship with girls. With a girl, yeah. But more importantly than even that is him understanding that space. There's some pretty girls. They are real pretty, my son's friends. (laughs) (laughs) There are some beautiful girls, smart, engaging young women, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's your friend space. Like, even if you like a girl in a space, even though you guys are all friends, you know, you guys are teenagers, so you get to this liking, unliking kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's not your right. To tell that girl in the space that you like her because Ooh. that now makes that space uncomfortable, uncomfortable for her. It does, yeah. Yeah, uh. and that is so, even starting the conversation there. But people feel like you're supposed to always tell people if you like them, you're supposed to tell them. And if somebody tells you they like you, then that's enough. Oh, he said he likes me. And he said, you know, but we have to start like really all the way back. Yeah, yeah. And, and training them from, from very small to... Because, you know, you, what you're saying is right because the programming is wrong. We don't know how to respond to the opposite sex Correct. because we're always isolated from the opposite sex. It's Correct. like, I am not supposed to be around this girl because everybody's going to feel like we're together. Like, that's a bad association because if we're not together, then the pressure is like, should I be attracted to this person? Yeah. Like, could this person, like, be my friend? Everybody's telling me that we look Can't good together. Yeah. You, you ever hear that, like, that, that yeah. kind of... It, it is... I think it's like a brain drain because <laughs> it really it's, it's a brain drain because it's like how do I then have a healthy relationship with somebody who is just my friend and how do they have a healthy relationship with me like the two of us can't be single and be friends even sure if can. we have like significant others we can't maintain a close friendship because it's seen as a, a threat yeah I and think that's, that's unhealthy. And even when you don't think it's a threat, then people will tell you it's a threat. It's a like, threat. Oh, you shouldn't trust that girl. Yes, you're pretty <laughs> she is. Or um, oh, Stephen and her, they've been friends for such a long time. And, and people, they always used to look like they were together. Are you sure they wasn't together? Yeah. I'm like, but that's unhealthy. Like, what? This is unhealthy pressure. Like, I don't need this. I have a good friendship with this person. So you're saying within the context of, okay, we're having sleepovers. But this is a friendly space. Yeah. And you all need to maintain this Respect friendly space. in the space. In the space. Yes. Like, what you're doing is you're trying to train your kid and, and other children to cooperate in a in a non-objectifying, non-sexual, yes, non-relationship respect, manner. Yes, to respect that space, that, that you have a responsibility as a man as well. Everything is not the woman's responsibility. As a man, you also have a responsibility for how a woman feels comfortable in a space. And we don't have that. 
men here don't go out of their way to make a woman feel, to me, mm-hmm. uh, especially in a sexual environment, comfortable in a space. Oh, boy. Can you think of any situation in that kind of environment uh, where a woman is made to feel comfortable? Uh, not really. It's usually... If you go to a fet and you see women and they're walking up, then everybody has something to say. Or a man will see a woman walking up and feel that's an invitation. It's like, for him to just... Did I yeah, invite just... you to come and walk up behind me? Like, just because I'm bent over in 6.30, that didn't mean I asked you to come and be the wall that's behind true. my 6.30. That's true. But that's people true. feel like, oh, but she was dancing. And then the thing would be, oh, but she was dancing like that. But that's, and, and that's what I'm saying, it's an unhealthy, do you see the unhealthy relationship? Yeah. In that it's like, it's like she's dancing or she's dressed and it goes, it goes deeper because then it goes to, she was dressed a certain way. Yep. Or uh, she said something nice to me. Yep. Like I, I got a mixed signal. What mixed signal? Are you not used to having like normal relations between two people, even if they're opposite sex? Like they can't process it. No. And it's weird because it's like. It's not that sometimes, weird. sometimes, and when I say it's weird, it's because it it, it has is weird, a bounce but back effect where some women feel pressured to allow that guy to be the wall to the six thirty. Yes, you know, and it's like we've created an environment where it's like there's so much social pressure. Like she's dancing however she wants, and this guy goes up behind her, and she might not necessarily want to dance on him or anything, but it's like. Yeah, stop loosen up you know just yeah. relax like yeah what? because try not dancing you see you don't get some bad one <laughs> miss they're like but you're Bruce. so stush you know you're like, so stush. bougie what like but it's you? my space exactly like, and that's what I'm saying it's like there's no respect like guys there's no respect from the and sometimes even it goes in the reverse as well sometimes like sometimes the man is the one who's pressured we don't really talk about that yeah like you go into a space one, the other day I saw this video it was a, like a meme and this guy was dancing next to this girl and then she comes over and she like she tries to like you know dance up on him and he just kind of you ease. know ease to the side and she kind of back up on him and fell down or whatever she, she missed him completely yeah. but he just moved away yeah and it's like people made fun of him for that yeah, but like, why like, did he say he wanted the woman to wipe up on it? But did he say that he wanted her did to he be? Did he say he wanted that? So it, you see, it works. It, it's like this kind of, this understanding, like, you're not supposed to turn a woman down. Like, yes. you're not supposed to have any standards. It's concepts of manhood. Yeah, you're supposed to knock down everything. Yeah. And, you know, actually, and we train them to knock down everything. So, like, even the, we raise up our, our boys and our young men, and then they become old men. <laughs> yeah, they become old men. <laughs> to court. So courting is a big thing. Like they, men will teach other men how to court, yeah. and uh, women don't even teach men how to court. But men will—they will try. But men will teach other men how to court, and that's it. Like there's nobody really teaches men how to relate once they're in the relationship, right? Oh. How they're appropriately supposed to relate with women. So then when we say the men are always having all these other relationships, yeah, because they're excellent at courting. So oh. when the relationships get so difficult. Then the relationship gets difficult. They just start doing the thing that's comfortable for them. Courting. They're excellent at courting. They achieve it. They're like, man, you know, you're out there in the wild. You do the hunt. You catch the prey. And then they're like, okay, I had the prey for a bit. Okay, I got to go out there and do it again. Because that's what they're great. That's what men do. Like, they're men. (laughs) So, like, that's that's just it. But we're not teaching them to, like, to be, to relate to each other. Mm -hmm. And a lot, going back to our, our main topic, a lot of it goes back to, uh, the ways that we treat each other and mistreat each other in True. the society and the respect and the disrespect that we don't ask for and that we accept. And I think that it builds a resentment and that there's a resentment. And it's not just men and women, it's women and women mm-hmm. and men and women and even men and men. Men, yeah. Yeah. It's a real resentment that we have. But 
either way, it's a problem that affects everybody and it's a core problem. It's not like one person or another person. If it was like one person in one situation, it'd be like, okay, there's that's a nuanced. few people. Yeah. And I think that people think that's what it is in St. Kitts and Evas. I think that people think like there's just a few cases of pedophiles. But when like any new pedophile comes out, like any new, and I'm going to use the word pedophile because mm -hmm. like if that's you prey on young people, young women, young men, even though there's no law, I was going to say, okay, blah, blah, blah. but if you pray, even though you can expand the British law, I'm going to hear that common law argument, but um, if you prey on them, then you're a predator. Yeah, sure. And generally, it's people in positions of control and power over these young people's lives. And it's predatory behavior. And we accept it. And everybody knows somebody. So everybody knows a teacher who is a predator. Like, I say it right now, and I want people to just take a moment and pause and I, think I about think one of, teacher yeah. that they know was a predator. I, I, I think three. Right uh, you could think top. of a politician who or a public a, mm -hmm. figure that you knew was a predator. Everybody could think of one person, right? True. You could <laughs> mm -hmm. think of a pastor or a, so that you know that I was a predator. Two, yeah. You could think of one. Um, a father who was a predator. Many. Listen, there's so everybody knows a predator, a lawyer, a doctor, like everybody knows a sexual predator, a lawyer, a doctor in all elements of society, and everybody knows somebody. And when somebody says it and they go, oh, that person is a predator, you're like, mm-hmm. Nobody ever says, no way, that person's not a predator. No. They always say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that about person's, them. Yeah, I know, I know about them. them. So if we all know who the predators are, why do we have a relationship with them? So are we not having a relationship with the predators? Oy. Is this not something that we've accepted? Because if we all know who they are and we live in society with them, we elevate them, we, um, we, we look up to them, we send our children to them. You know somebody's a predator and you send your child to that person. You know, you send them to, and a lot of people don't give credit. There's a lot of things people don't send their children to. So like, there's like people who don't send their children to track and field meets. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody knows a coach that was a predator. Was a predator right yeah. now, you can think of a I coach that was. A, I, I could think, think of a few. Yeah, okay, <laughs> and they and one I get them. One too many, them. actually. One too many, mm -hmm. and I get these things. And people say, "Oh, how do you know that? How do you know?" Listen, I get them in counseling. Ten and fifteen years later, when they could remember, like that coach touched them. Like mm -hmm. he used to pick me up in the car, and then he used to touch me. You know, we used to go to a meet, and then he used to touch me. You know, so people and then they, they say, oh, that that girl stopped running track and field. She got lazy. She started to take no, math. She didn't No, <laughs> Actually, you weren't minding her. You just trusted her with any man. Like you just trusted her. You just handed her over to this person that you thought would make her life better. And just, you just trusted her and put it this person and that person made her life worse. And then she can't come back and tell you because she knows that you have confidence that, that this person. person is trying to make her life better. And she knows they're not. And then even sometimes when they do tell them, the parents sometimes don't even believe. Or then it's the same thing. Oh, she fast and maybe you shouldn't be alone. Well, what did you say to him? Yeah. Like, you know, and then what did you do to make yourself a victim? To make what yourself a victim. Ridiculousness is true. And, and you know, you know what's funny too, and not even funny, but what happens too is that if you you are put under the charge of a say a coach, yeah, like your mother is telling you, look, I'm putting you in this track and field. You might actually like to run. You might actually love they track love and field, right? Mm -hmm. So this person actually has a lot of leverage, not just seniority in terms of age, not just the fact that your mother trusts them to take care of you, not not just that they're a coach. They also have something that you want. You want to become a better track and field person. Yeah. You want to perform yeah. in this way. They have that over you as well. So if you complain them, there's a sanction that you might not receive. Yes. The, the goal that you're setting out to do. So you might not be able to do on track and field. You might not be able to do what you like. So you find a lot of women, a lot of young girls, they're just harsh. They don't say anything. Yep. Because it's like, you already put me, this person's supposed to know better. 
right? I feel bad, but at the same time, like if I talk, then I might not be able to continue to come to track and field. Okay, and, and now I'm like going to take it to another level. And when the young women don't talk, not only do those men continue to abuse, but people continue to abuse those same young women because everybody knows that that sexual predator was likely abusing that young lady and she did not talk. And so rather than them leave her alone, now they go and they target her because they know that she's not going to talk. And then when she does talk, who's going to believe the young girl who says six men sexually harassed or abused her? Six men molested her. You're like, another story, another story, she must be making it up. She's not making it up, people. She's not making it up. It's like the common denominator fallacy. It's like, so so you had, so six men sexually abused you? Yeah. Yes. So what were you doing to have six men yeah. sexually abuse you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when this comes out, it comes out so much later. Like, it's not like when they're in a position of, 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 like in the minority, like they're not like under 16 or anything anymore. Sometimes this comes up when they're 21 and 20. Yeah. Like who's going to, who's going to believe you? Like that was five years ago. Let her go. You know, like yeah. this kind of bad advice. Why do we do this? So I guess it reaches back to the question. Like why do we protect predators? Why? Why? I want to know. I'm asking. This is like <laughs> putting it out and nobody ever answers. If I ask a question about politics, why are we still like, why couldn't we go back to like COVID? I like the eight o'clock curfew, by the way. You did? <laughs> I did. Why? Why can't I liked it? Because I felt people were home. Yeah. For me, people were home, but in, in this situation, it wouldn't be a good setting in no, COVID it would, because no. when you're stuck at home, a lot of predatory behavior in St. Kitts is um, opportunistic behavior. Mm. So people who become predators who are maybe were not predators, but have an opportunity. Yeah. So like the, the, the stepdaughter is in the house, you know, or the niece is in the house or the, 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 the friend's daughter is in, in the, the house, house yeah. you know, or the son is there or you're, you're babysitting the son or, you know, something. So a lot of opportunistic, you know, um, sexual predatory behavior here. And so COVID really exemplifies that because people were stuck in the spaces together. Yeah. But at the same time, I liked, you know, <laughs> that was just but, me. So, so you liked it for you personally, for not personally. necessarily for the, the situation. No, not for the situation. No, because for, for families that are, are, are not at a, a point of dysfunction, mm-hmm. it could be a good setting for you to reestablish your family boundaries and your connections and really get a chance to communicate. And also, even in this situation, parents who are not paying attention, it gave you a chance to see because predators cannot hide their predatory behavior. Mm. They can't hide it. It's, it's like a, it, they can't hide their predatory behavior. So even though they might try, they wear the mask. Mm. It's not going to hold up for You can't long. hold up the mask forever, you know? So if you're really paying attention, you'll see predatory behavior. And also in families, when you see predatory behavior born to one of your children, you should expect that the predatory behavior can be happening to another of your children. So, and then we don't even look at the women. There's so much issues to, to address who are in families who they've had predators uh, abuse them and then they have to see it happen to a sibling. So when they grow out of age, then it's the next sibling and the next sibling. So that goes back to like, why would they say it? But who says? When everybody's had some situation, I've had a situation of, I've had several situations of abuse and molestation and I'm a strong um, woman who was raised to be outspoken and, but you get, you don't get yourself into these situations. You just, they are, you don't expect them to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, You're and generally it's happened anytime it's a trusting situation. You know, when you put yourself in a situation that with somebody that you trust, and then we wonder why we don't trust each other, you know? Mm. So like we it's so many different connections that people don't see how one thing connects to another thing. 
But know? it's all connected. I, I I know one situation where this 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 young lady she she has two younger sisters, mm-hmm. and the stepfather was abusing her, mm-hmm. and what she thought is that eventually, like she convinced herself that he would grow out of it, that the older he got, that he would like get over it. So after a while, it became less frequent for her. Yes, I meant he moved on. Because he's, mo- he's moved on. So she thought, okay, well, I, I could take it. I, I, and this is what we convinced us. I could, I could take it. I've lived through it. I'm fine. I'm going to yep, be fine. That's it exactly. Only to realize that he's been molesting two of her younger sisters. Yeah. And at the same time, they are living in a house that he has his name in. Yeah. So it's like this difficult sort of push and pull you don't want by the way there is law to protect you from that by the way could you say it because because there are laws the domestic violence laws are there to protect you from that so in a situation like that she can apply for him to leave her in that home oh wow that's in our law in our domestic violence law we have very advanced domestic violence law (laughs) we had it really first in the region Uh and um and that is one of the things i know is outlined in the law so, like, you can't apply for that order. Men think, oh, you're going to put you out, and they use it in financially yeah, they abusive it, yeah. situations. Uh, yeah. Wow, this, this is great. Like, I, there I mean, is laws, a, you know. Why, why don't the people enforce the laws? Why don't we have our own sexual offenses legislation? Like, why isn't that its own thing? Like, we have it in the law, but why is, don't we have our own sexual offenses legislation? Why do we just follow the common law? Why don't we have our own? Oh, why isn't that in, a priority for us here in St. Kitts and Nevis? It needs to be. Because, I mean, even in this situation, the kids, the kids have been home from since March, right? Yep. Um, and we're looking at this extended period of time in, in basically one place. I mean, I'm not saying they're not leaving now, but they're, they're not going to... It's not like they're going to school where they have like a ton of eyes on them or anything like that. They're just... They're generally at home most of the times. Mm-hmm. Your parents are still going out to work, which means you're home by yourself. That's correct. Like... With the cousin, the uncle, pigs. all kind of people coming through the house. Sometimes there's houses, people don't even realize people live sometimes 10 people in a house, 8 people in a house, 11 people in a house. You know? I've had cases when I was a counselor of of children in a bed being abused in the same bed. bed. Mm -hmm. As the mother, the mother's sleeping in the bed, the children are being abused in the bed. Like, it... It's a problem. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Because I was talking to one of my students the other day. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I said to her, it's so funny because I had met her in a similar situation. And I said to her, could you imagine? It's almost 20 years later and I'm still talking about the exact same thing. Really? Yep. The victim's right. She was a victim and she was just, even the court system isn't set up for the victims. There's so many reasons that women don't report, you know? So even the court systems were not set up for the victims. Like, how could we still be talking about sexual predatory behavior 20 years later? And it's not better. It's actually worse. It's worse now than 20 years ago? I think so. I don't remember. I guess it would have happened 20 years ago, but I don't remember a lot of sexual abuse of boys. That, that to me, is... Is a little new? Uh, is some, not new, but it's kind of evolved into becoming... It used to be a pocket. Mm. And now it's, it's a number. 
You know, so I think that's something new. And I think also it's no longer frowned upon. I think like certain things in society we accept now, like transactional sexual relationships. Because we're so, uh, we accept transactional relationships as, okay, oh, he gave her that, so mm-hmm. she gave him this. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is a commodity. It's a commodity. So I gave you that, and so you gave me this. So sometimes people don't even realize those situations are abusive. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that is sexual abuse and and that you're not, you don't have to give somebody sex just because they did something for you. Like that's not their entitlement. Wait, so, so, so let me, let me, let me understand this because we're going to dial it back a little bit. Naima, you're full of information, by the way. (laughs) Let's dial it, let's dial it back a little bit. So back in the days, like say 20 years, let's go back 20 years. Wow, I was alive 20 years ago. 20 years, we'll say, yeah, 20 years. I was 13, wow, this is crazy. All right, so 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 twenty years ago, yeah. Um, boys, you, 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 what you what you are saying is that basically boys were abused in more or less smaller pockets. Yeah, you had situations of abuse um, where there was like men in the community who would coach like young boys, and so they have like relationships with young boys, and they help those young boys, and they exchange that help for sexual favor. Do we, I mean, the compounding effect I've always believed, and you could correct me if I'm wrong here, is that the way that we as young men or boys are trained is that these things are completely like deriding of your, your, man, your masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like for, for somebody to come forward and say, I've been sexually abused by this person, this other man, mm-hmm. or even this woman, this older person. Correct. It seems like I am less of a, a man because of, of that sexual experience like yes. it was out of my hands and i was forced on it was forced on me do you think that it's 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 a it was a pocket or is it that most guys just don't report or say anything about it because it seems so deriding to their masculinity it could be either i just think now why i think it's more now um mm-hmm. is because i think there's a more um how can i explain it there's less shame So, yeah, like, so, like, boys will identify as bisexual in St. Kitts now. That wasn't something that really happened 20 years ago, no. And nobody really know. not every boy that's gay or bisexual has been abused, just like not every lesbian has been abused. But there are some young people who are gay or bisexual or lesbian that it's it's a rejection of the opposite sex as opposed to... um, uh, or or confusion about abuse that they've had, mm-hmm. you know. So I actually spoke with somebody just the other day who said that that they were confused. They had been sexually abused as a boy, uh-huh. and they were confused, you know, about their sexuality. And I had to ask people permission because I knew in this next this week I would be speaking about it. So I have for those who are like, oh, she putting the people's business on the road. I am not putting people's business on the road. <laughs> Any anecdotes that I'm speaking are, are people who told me I could speak of their stories anonymously, right? Mm. So for in that situation, that person also felt like they were confused about their sexuality. Like, am I gay yeah. because this person abused me? You know, because this thing has happened to me. Or I've had sex in this kind of way. So it's also confusing for our young men and also for our young women. And then we, 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 we you know, we blame our young women a lot. You know, she's just, like you say in the beginning, she's, she's just fast. I hate that word. You know, I yeah, really but nobody ever it. asked their history. Well, who touched them first? Like, where are they learning these things? Like, when you see a young girl and they pass these videos around, which is also abusive, when you're passing videos around, that's against the law. If you see a video of a child having sex and you pass that around, it's against the law. Even that itself, why do we watch those videos? 
Yo. Listen, nobody sends me those videos. So to me, you have to set your 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 parameter. Like nobody sends me that. But like, why do we watch those videos? It's, it's, it's I mean, it's one thing to it's one thing to even receive it, but it's another thing to as watch you said to share. be distributing it. Like, hey, you see this video here? Like, girl, you can't believe whatever, whatever. Oh, I heard that girl. Then they pull up all her sexual history. Yeah, she, she used, used to, to be, be with this man and this man. Nobody ever pulls up men's sexual histories and saying kids. But why is it okay? Like, I, I you know, I always I always criticize us for this. Like a woman is a, a young girl is having sex with with say she's promiscuous, right? Mm-hmm. And she's promiscuous with much older guys. Yeah. Like I'm talking old man them. Oh, the all the big man them. People's husband and things. Yes. <laughs> like why is it that we like I, I always ask the question, why is it that she is the the, the um the predator or seen as the predator in this situation? How could it's, she be? It, how? Like yeah. she is a child. Yeah. Like this guy is having sex. With an underage girl, like yeah. there's no, there's no two ways about this. There's no, oh she's fast. No, she is a victim. She is praying. Yeah. Somebody is praying on a 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, yes, 9, 8, 7. Twelve is lunch. Remember, I used to. I used to uh, man, yo, we used to believe a lot of foolishness. And like, I grew up in the nineties, where it's like, I don't know, like objectification and 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 so it was just like. This is like the art of the dead. Like Listen. I didn't even, we didn't even know that what we were doing was hurting people. We thought Listen. like she liked it. Like I always wonder about women in the Caribbean when we hear that Me Too movement, right? I always think like we must be like we need our own movement. Like <laughs> she too, her too, her too, me all too. Of like, us. All of us, all of we should be our movement. All of we too, <laughs> because every woman has a story. It's like the things that the women could complain about. It's like that's a privilege to us. Like that's a privilege. You can report that, and we have sexual harassment legislation. Nobody enforces our sexual harassment legislation either. We have. Is that. it because the? I just almost wonder. Is it because like the people who should be enforcing it? Some of them are guilty. Is it that? Oh. Okay, there we go. I'll tell you, I'm an, and I'm going to say his name too, DPP Trevor Sinanan. Remember DPP Sinanan? I don't know. If I oh, remember. we had him a while ago. He went home in a blaze of, of glory, of glory, of, of, of fury. I don't know, either one. <laughs> but he was a, a very learned um, a DPP. And I remember he was really working hard. He was bringing um, people in to start to set up the sexual offenses legislation because he was getting all of these cases, especially of unlawful carnal knowledge. Mm-hmm. And he called me into his office. He said he really needs to speak speak to me somebody told me should speak to me he's really struggling getting people to prosecute these cases like why is he having so much problems yeah. getting people to like support him on this legislation and i was like well who's gonna support you like that's like if you're a christian like who's gonna throw the first stone <sighs> like who's gonna be the one to be like oh yeah we should get those predators and like if they're a predator <laughs> yeah it's like a boomerang rather than a <laughs> or stone. their friends a predator their cousins a predator they know a predator and it's like ah uh, if i crack down on that is that gonna affect me yeah you know when i say oh that person they go oh he married his student huh he married his student or that person oh he married his student that's what used to happen back in the day you it married did. him yes you did i know two guys i know two teachers who ended up marrying the students like, <laughs> see what it's coming to you now it's happening that's what and it, happened. it's weird because we don't you see what once people like hit like 16 or 17 or 18 mm-hmm. we like completely disparage like that they're still young yeah we're still like oh well she's past the 
age of consent. She is still a child. She's, She's tiny. Yeah. Why are you doing this? You are 40 years old. This old is man. It, it, you old. This old. this young lady is 18. And yeah. like, you know, one time the other day I was watching this this movie and this this guy was like, "Yeah, man, yeah, she's barely 18." I'm like, "That's not a good thing." No. She is barely, barely 18. 18. What are you doing? And what is it that like is so sexually attracts you to like a young child, especially men that have daughters? That one's my favorite. Like you have daughters, like some of them are like the same age as like your girlfriends. Like, like nothing in your conscience makes you think this is a little inappropriate. This is a little inappropriate. And then you wonder why you make your daughters feel bad when things happen. Like, oh, don't do this because you know men are going to say this about you. Men are going to say this, yeah, because you were those men. <laughs> like, so like you are always judging your daughters by how you behave as a man. So you know if you behave well as a man that you've set an example for your daughter and then she will set some standards and boundaries as a man. But, But if you know you as a whatless man, then your daughter comes home with a whatless boy. You should know that you are the example for that whatlessness and she is going to allow somebody to mistreat her in the same way that she saw either her mother mistreated or other women in your life or even her mistreated in your life. And it's just cycles it's like generational It's compounding. Cycles. It's compounding because like if you think if you think about it, I love I love this conversation. If you think about it, if he is doing these ridiculous things, like mm-hmm. he is objectifying women, he's having sex with minors, he's doing all this stuff. He's going to try to like listen, you as my daughter, you can't do this 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 and this. Yeah. He's not saying it because he identifies anything wrong with her and he no. flaws and he's doing it because this is who I am. Yes. And I am trying to like stop you from going to people like me. So I'm tra- I'm trying to stop you from being around people like myself. When he limits her and he puts her in this cage and she has no social skills available, from the time she reaches to a point where she could live under his wing, she has no experience with no guys. She has no negotiation <laughs> skills, no problem-solving skills None. because so being in a social situation is practice. You it's like you have to actually experience certain things you know to understand how to deal with certain types of people mm-hmm. like if you've never met uh, an objectifying like freaking sovereignist pig before in your life you may you may see that as some kind of confidence It's like, oh he's so confident oh, and he's so he's so you know bro- he has so much bravado like something I about him alpha man yeah because you honestly <laughs> you don't realize this guy is a jerk a should, narcissist that's is a narcissist he's flying the narcissist flag a red flag with a the n and red one with the n <laughs> and he's and you're just like running into this guy because you have no experience you don't understand anything and you go in and he abuses you and you feel like oh this must be how relationships work because this is my first relationship at 19 years old i didn't know anything else i have never i'm not saying push your, your young girl out and let her experience every single thing i'm saying once you put her in that cage you are not doing her any favors from the time she's 21 she's acting like a 14 year old and men identify prey they sure well. can they see the vulnerable ones that's why they're setting them up to be vulnerable women i'm convinced it's like some kind of like sinister plan <laughs> even they don't know it's like we're breaking them young so that when they grow up that this is that they they won't be strong there's a predator independent women like there's some kind of conference they're sharing notes and things it's like oh like, you let's just break them young especially it, those strong ones break them those ones with promise and dreams let's just break them let's just touch them and feel them up and have sex with them and get them pregnant and is it a false equivalency lindsay that um do do like aesthetically beautiful young women have it worse than no 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 it's, no. it's the same or is it 
Um, sometimes better, it depends. Uh, but uh, generally, it's the girls who don't get a lot of attention too. Like, that so it's it neither worse? way. Yeah, it's no, it's neither whether you're pretty or not. Like, doesn't matter. And, and like an opportunity is like just an opportunity. Uh, yeah, I think that there's different reasons that men like different women. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, there's different reasons. Like, if you're looking to have a really pretty little girlfriend, uh-huh. then there's a reason that you need to have a pretty girlfriend. People probably know she's your pretty little girlfriend. But if you have a little girlfriend who's not pretty for show, then nobody really sees her. But, like, it's not any... It's less, like, competition? Or... No, it's not even a competition. It's the, the different... There's different women for different purposes. Some women are really just women that you call late at night Mm-hmm. For a, a booty call, I think as as men, like some men are like that, and we're not talking about booty calls today. We're talking about abuse, but some men are like, there's some women that they wouldn't publicly acknowledge acknowledge that they're involved with, but that they would be involved with. So you would have some that everybody knows, and some that nobody knows. You know. Um. What about for the guys? Is it is it different for like guys growing up, like like little boys, like. Is it different for them if if you are seen as um as more handsome or whatever the case is? But any Western standard because Western standard beauty is to me just that's what really that, that permeates. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll be honest. I have a hard time with the the the. I, I don't I don't know what um I don't think there's any one thing. That's what I was trying to get to with the last thing. There's not any one thing that attracts a predator to Anybody. his prey. Yeah, except for usually opportunity, power, and control. Like something you can have control and power and opportunity. Like, so. is there is there like a process? Like, suppose you know, uh, you are a student, mm-hmm. and like there's there's a there's a teacher harassing you or something. Is there somewhere that you could kind of go through that process of either complaining this person? Because when I was in high school, I'll give mm-hmm. you my story. When I was in high school, um, I was friends with a young lady who lived very close to me, mm-hmm. and her older sister was like all the students know she was involved with like this coach guy mm-hmm. right and he, they would just be like on the side talking all the time and like he was the coach and she was a like a runner yeah and he would just like you know be giving massages and stuff predatory behavior in public in like public, i told you right right we see it we say nothing it's nothing and this was like in like maybe 2000 2001 yeah. and everyone knew but like he still had a job and like He's nothing was coaching. ever done, right? <laughs> and, and 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 I was wondering, like, I mean, we we don't have we didn't have the information age like flowing so well. So it's like I don't really know if I should just just leave it alone and not like have it to be my business. Like, is has the has anything changed now where kids have like maybe a resource that they could kind of tap into to kind of complain somebody so that they, they could stop this behavior? Yeah, you should. You should have a resource. You should really, well, you could go to your guidance counselor. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people wouldn't go to their guidance counselor if they don't trust. They go to an adult that they trust, mm-hmm. an actionable adult, like somebody who's actually going to do something, like somebody you know who will do something for you because nothing is worse than to tell somebody who does nothing. It's like a double betrayal, you know? And really, there's mandatory reporting. So every teacher is a mandatory reporter. Mm-hmm. Like, so if somebody reports you, they're being abused you're supposed to report that to the next level and they they should report it to social services and then social services should um investigate it or people could take private matters into their own hands you know Mm. and they could report that to the police yeah okay so they could move like on a civil yeah because i find sometimes things happen oh i was getting there next i'm getting there next even (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm getting there next because that's what I think we need to start doing. I'm interested in some legal minds actually sharing their ideas for it. But um, and you could also just go straight to the police. Like you don't have to go through the school. You can make a complaint if you're even a person. But you can go to the police, you know, mm. and go to somebody you trust. You know, because like I've I've even heard complaints against police officers over the last 20 yeah, years. I, I have and I had a situation once where I had a student who reported a police officer actually sexually abusing her and uh, holding her um, by um, gunpoint and then and sexually abusing her and then dropping her to her job. And not wanting to report it. And I took it to and nothing ever happened. And when I took it, one of the police officers actually went and called the young lady and told her that it probably wouldn't be in her best interest for her to pursue this case. What? This case against him. And he was literally like driving by her house and threatening her. And she was like, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. She didn't even want to tell her parent. You know, so these things are really happening. Like, where do you go to, like, I'm not saying all police do that, mm -hmm, but like mm -hmm. I said to you earlier, it's in every facet of society. So when the people that you're supposed to trust and the people that are supposed to protect you are actually the ones causing the harm, then where do you go for protection? That's exactly what I was thinking because it's like, it's, it's, it's so weird. Like, suppose I go to a teacher and again, we live in such a small, close-knit society that it's like, I go to a teacher and I say, you know, such and such Mr. So-and-so is, is, is having an inappropriate relationship with this and this person. And they go to the person, the person's like, well, I'm in love because I guess that's the thing. Um, they're in love. They, they don't want to. still end up in court. Huh? <laughs> Even when they're in love, they still end up in court. They just never want to testify. They don't want to testify. Like, like how, do you, how do you, as a third party, I'm looking on and I'm seeing something happening. And the person who is involved with it, the person who is the victim, this person is the one suffering for this. Well, I mean, we could suffer too because if he loses interest in her, I mean, he has a whole school to choose from. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're looking at this and we're saying, look, such and such is being abused, but the person is saying, I'm not being abused. I am fine. No, that's not happening. Then it kind of ends there. He, he doesn't face any prosecution. He doesn't face anything. Like, that's the society we live in. If it's in every facet, it's really sort of disheartening. Because what do we do? I could complain this person and nothing happens. And then I get a child and I go to school and then, you know, is Mr. So-and-so in school? Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, the statute of limitations, I guess, is gone now because the person didn't want to testify then. They probably won't want to testify now. Yeah, has to but you know, even that, person. like, and we need to make it easier. So then why don't we make it, then as a society, then we have to show that that's a priority. Mm. But we're not showing that that's a priority. So nobody makes it a priority. Right. If that was a political elect, uh, issue in the last election, it would have been a priority, been you know. But who's going to make that a priority? You know, when we're talking about women's issues and issues of youth, we never talk about that. We're going to talk about like all these gangsters got money and da 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 da. But nobody's talking about like, <laughs> hello, this problem was here all along. Hello, this problem was here before, after. It was here all along, but we have to change our own thinking and how we respond to sexual predators and how we blame victims. We have to stop the victim blaming. And it starts with each individual person being conscious of the fact that they're victim blaming. So when somebody gets their butt 
I could say it because the podcast, their ass beat. Yeah, sure. Like in a bus. I'm not calling out who out there supported that, but get there. You're not supposed to say, oh, she deserved it because she aggravated the man. Oh, like, man that's <laughs> that is some backwards, it's not right thinking. And you need to look at yourself and think about why you, as an individual, think like that. Like, what is it that influenced you to believe that that kind of thing is it's okay? Fine. And as individuals, and then remember that there are other individuals like that individual that believe that. And why? Excuse me, why do you believe that that is okay? And as a society, it's because we all say it's okay. Because nobody is actually standing up or against it. Nobody reports the predator that they know. Like, nobody reports the predator that they know. They don't want to get in the business. They don't want anybody to come interview them. Like, our, our young people are everybody's business. We're everybody's business. And until we start to um, tackle it and we stop accepting it, accepting it in our society, through our thoughts, through money... When you're victims' parents and you take money, like, and people will say, oh, it's, it's, and th my favorite for the money is the blame on the victim. So, oh, her mother took money. So she doesn't get, <laughs> so she shouldn't get any resolution. So she shouldn't get any peace. Yeah, it's weird. So she shouldn't get, like, he, she shouldn't get any justice because her mother took money. Like, then you're preying on people's poverty and then it encourages people to abuse young people who they know are poor. Mm. Like, when we enforce that. So for me, like, yes, Stephen, I think we have to start taking it to the courts. And when we take it to the courts and that doesn't work, suing them civilly. Because mm -hmm. I feel like if we start to sue people civilly, like, even if that case doesn't come through, everything's going in that de deposition. Everything is going in that deposition. All that business is in the deposition, which is in the public record. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that from my perspective, I'm, I'm, looking, for, yeah, I'm looking for any legal representatives who are willing to do those cases pro bono for young women and young men who would like to sue their abusers, you know, because I think that there has to be something that makes us say stop. And I find people that's people don't like shame. Mm -hmm, they, don't. they don't want people to know, but we're keeping their secrets. You know, we're keeping their shame for what? Start to sue them. Start to sue them. Go ahead, sue them. I have a client who is being sued by a man right now that sexually harassed her. She's being sued by somebody don't who... Even, I don't even want to warm it up. She's being sued by a man who harassed her and gave her money, and now he wants the money back. Actually, that's a pretty common thing, so I could say... <laughs> what? Yes, it's a pretty common thing. Because, like, so she, she didn't give up any vagina. Mm -hmm. So there was no sex involved, but he had harassed her and harassed her and harassed her. So when she got to a need, she went to this person that had been harassing her, thinking, okay, he'll help her because he's shown an interest to her, even if it was making her uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Right? She didn't have any relations with him. And, of course, it, the money was given to her. Mm -hmm. It was a gift. But when she didn't have any relations with her, the next thing she heard was she was being sued to get the money back. And what, and what, like what grounds could you possibly have? He's going to say that he gave it to her as a gift and she didn't pay him back. And because there's so much you shame. You don't pay back a gift? So I'm like, listen, let's do it. Like, let's just go to court. Write it all in the deposition. Like, <laughs> write down all the ways. Write down exactly because what the relationship. Because prostitution is still illegal, right? It's not prostitution. She didn't have any relationship. No, no, with him. as in, but if he's eliciting for prostitution, like soliciting that's for soliciting for prostitution, uh, it's a yeah, would it be it a gray be, area? 
it would be a great area. If it was if it was Magistrate Malalu, I, I miss you so, Magistrate Malalu. She would have said, "Listen, if you're trying to take from the Harry Bank, oh my, <laughs> you pay God. the money." I do miss you, Magistrate Malalu. You really have the best. Like they need to write a book of Magistrate Malalu's quotes. They don't they don't respect that enough. But like, but she didn't even give. So sometimes that happens. The men don't get the relationship they want, or they don't get what they want from the relationship. And then everybody's like, "Oh, but she took this. Oh, but she took the house. Oh, but he bought her that car. Oh, but." Like, she thought he gave it to her, and then now he came back to take it back, which is a double violation, because you're actually somebody who's abused her before, and now you're, like, abusing her through the court system. Like, it's like you got no conscience, you know? And really, she's keeping your secret and your shame, because there's no reason that she doesn't have to tell people what you did to her. So that's what I encourage them. Write it down in your deposition. Go ahead. Pay back that money if you want to pay back that money or challenge we'll it in court it if you want to challenge record. it. But you put everything in the public record so that people will know it's not like you just took money from this man. Let's hurt your reputation. Versus yeah. So that maybe not wanting your reputation hurt them, that we would encourage people to behave better and to treat each other better. Because, because obviously no, just no, asking it, there's not, that's not happening. No, but there's, there's almost no repercussions. No. Like if you if you're gonna abuse somebody and nothing is gonna happen, you're not gonna face any any wrath. Your, your reputation is still gonna be stolen. You're still gonna be the doctor, the lawyer. You're still gonna be the policeman who gets to just do. Like it's, it's almost like you get all the benefits and none of the none of the drawbacks. Correct. It's ridiculous. Like I, I, I this is I, I can't believe somebody was to somebody for not getting Virginia. I just I feel it's oh come it's on. Just so I know un- there's some women out there laughing right now. They're like, oh come on now, you must know. Come this on, one. Steven, like you must know this. And guy they would go mash still- up their reputation. Even when they don't take it to court, they would just mash up the reputation. Yeah, that, I, I gave that. her this, and she just take money, and she this, and she that, and she whore. She's a, and she, yeah, yeah. You know? Be- she's a whore because she wasn't whoring for you. Yeah, yeah. Or even when you got like, what do you mean? Like you gave her the money? Like, <laughs> like since you're into transactional sex, that was the transaction. Action, and that means that transaction is over. The thing is, unfortunately, I always see transactional sex. Um, I see it a little, sorry, I see it a little predatory. I'm not a knocking little? anybody. It no, is when predatory. I say, when I say a little in that, like, if you are an, even if you're an adult. Who, who, who is, yeah, even who if you're are an the adult, victims of transactional sex? The person giving up the vagina. The yeah, person. and what is the general thing that a person who would engage in transactional sex needs? Money. Money. So that means you are picking on poor who women, is less, women yeah. who are less than and vulnerable and need. You are using a woman's need yeah. to gain sexual favor. And we're like, yeah, oh, she took it and she's a, like, for and, real? And, and you know, I think it's, it's, it has a lot to do with our value systems. It, we don't... Everything to do with our values. We system. don't value um, like, like sex as highly as we value money. Like if you got money for the sex... Then we see it as you're getting, you get a just reward for sex. That was pretty prolific there. Really? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes. It's not me. I think it's the things I'm gonna that I'm going to write that just, down, Stephen. We, we just, it's just, but it's true. You could obviously say it. If, it, if, if your body was more valuable to you than the money, then the money would never supersede the choices that you make. You, your body is secondary to, to that money. And where do you learn about the value of your body? In school, in church, in, in society. Yeah, by your experiences with your body. So if your experience with your body is a negative experience, then somebody negative. molesting, touching, abusing you from it when means, you're young. You know, that's it. Yo, listen, that reminds me. That I, I yeah. went through, and I went through, I had a relationship with a young lady one time. And she was sexually harassed. She, not harassed, she was sexually abused yes. by her 
um, sister's boyfriend. Her mm -hmm. sister is much older. Her boyfriend, sister's boyfriend is much older. And she was abused when she was about 13 years old. Okay. The first time she ever had sex, first time she ever kissed anybody was this guy. And he basically preyed on her. And she felt all going through, the, like, till she reached, she got to me, mm -hmm. that her body wasn't her own body. She felt with all earnesty that vagina, sex, and so that's just something you just do. Yeah. It's not something for pleasure. It's yeah. not something that you are you feel like to do you don't get any feelings but it's just like oh that's what you want well i'm my body is not like my body is like that big a deal a to detachment me. it's like a detachment like the vagina is like just something she carries around not something that is a part of her and why would somebody need that to that do detachment? that because if, if you if you had the attachment you have to face the trauma correct. like you would have to face the fact that you would as a human being yes. devalued by another human that's being. correct also think about when you're in that act People don't think about that. When you're in that act, if you've never been sexually abused or if you've ever been sexually abused, sometimes it's just a frozenness. Like, you're in that act. There is a detachment because you detach yourself. Like, you're not in that act. I'm not here. This is not happening, happening. to me. So when you have wow. that kind of detachment, then you can't be surprised when later they still have that detachment because that's how they manage to cope, you know? And even in a loving relationship, like, how... I mean, what happens well, when you've you never received love? How do you know how to receive love? How? But yeah. it's, so, it's so much problems. It's so much, like, complications. It's so much dread. It's so much trauma. Because it's like, you're in, you, you grow up, you get married. That young lady, she, I think she's married. But she grew up, she got married. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you reconcile when I'm already married, I've never liked sex. I've never liked it. It's never been something that made me feel anywhere. But yet, my husband, of course, wants to have sex. And I just don't feel like it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I've given and I've given and it's nothing, it's nothing for me. Like, how much... Like, you have to literally face this on a daily basis now that... I just have to either, like, suck it up and do it or just, like... I'm not going to do it and just probably face, you know, dysfunction in my relationship. Go to therapy. You could go to therapy too. Yeah, people could go to therapy. <laughs> but a lot of people, even therapy has like a negative connotation. The other day I was talking to somebody and they were like, I mean, the therapy, I mean, not therapy thing. I was like, you're not into the therapy thing? Yeah, like getting help. Like, you're not into getting help at all? Like, you're just going to just, what, man this through? Yeah. It's going to man like, it out. Yeah, man, I'll talk to my girl about it. Is your girl a therapist? Yeah. Is she like, has she been trained? Is she objective? Is she, is she can <laughs> so she's not. She loves you. She's just gonna try to do what she feels is gonna make you feel better. Not yeah. you're not gonna face any real you're not face any real trauma here. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying certain relationships aren't great at you could talk yeah, things about. But if you here. know you have more trauma. If you have trauma, like if you have underlying issues and it's it's affecting your life, it's causing your life to be in you need a therapy, you need somebody. That's going to help you Listen, for real. Like Stephen, I tell you all the time, I'm a therapist. I go to therapy. People always say, don't say it, Naima. Don't say it. Of course you should go to therapy. Every therapist should go to therapy. Everybody needs to deal with their self-care. Do people think that therapists have never had trauma? Of course we've had trauma. I just told you that I've, I've been sexually abused, so I know trauma. Mm -hmm. Every time somebody comes to me with sexual abuse, am I supposed to trigger no, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Exactly so I right too there. have to go to therapy every time we act outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So in a sexual relationship, when people always ask like, oh, how will you know? How will you know? You know, if you see somebody acting and their behavior seems outside of their response, you know, if you as yourself are responding to something and it seems a bit extra, like 
you're doing the most in this response. Like, why are you so upset over this simple thing? Like, mm-hmm. why did that little thing that happened Trigger aggravate you. you? Start to figure out why that's triggering you. Like, what would it be that, that that happened there that would make that trigger me? Yeah. So- like, you have to start, and that's a good reason to go to a therapist, to find out what your triggers are, the things that make you act outside of yourself, okay, that make you not be the person that you want to be. And, and, and ways that you respond that are reactive and not responsive. responsive. Like you're, not, you're not responding with equal, um, equal force no. or equal... And, then, and what you're saying before is a great example because look at the conflicts now that creates in our relationships and our marriages, right? Mm-hmm. So then you're in a, a marriage with a man and you don't want to have sex with him. You can't be in a marriage with a man and you don't want to have sex with him and not expect infidelity, yeah, yeah. right? So now yeah. that's another chip, at your self-worth, you know, this infidelity and now this drama and, and, you know, and really it's your own drama. Like we have to go and deal with our drama, yeah, things that people did to us. us, not that we did to ourselves. And you have to get to a point where you see that is something that was done to yeah. me, mm-hmm. not that I did for that to come upon me. But then it's still your responsibility to, 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 to deal with it. It's, it's yeah. okay, you know, like, it's really, it sounds unfair when you think about but it. But it's life. It's life, yeah. Like somebody hit you with a stick, but yet you have to put a Band-Aid on, you know, like yeah. they're not going to stick around. Even if they tell you they're sorry, that's not going to help, that's not going to fix you. Yeah. It's not going to help you to get over that. It's really, it's really, it's really difficult because even, um, even something you just said, like you said, you're talking about if you're not going to have sex or you're not going to have a, 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 a a beneficial or a healthy sexual relationship with your married partner or with your partner in general, like it's going to create, it's going to create a pathway to infidelity, right? It does. It, right? it really does. It creates. It does. A, it's a problem. In it's a, a problem. But even even in that, it's like it's almost like the expectation, not necessarily. It's it's the expectation. It's like if I don't have sex with him, like he's going to go out and have sex with other people. No. Look That's at what, abusive. Look, look, but yeah, it's abusive. But then look at what is happening to the person who is refusing to have sex. You're now in a state of consistent insecurity. You you feel like even if your partner hasn't committed any infidelity, in your mind because you are not committing, I, I guess what he wants or what the, what she wants because it goes both ways. Some men don't have sex with their wives. Um, it's like an expectation. You are having sex with somebody else. I am insecure. And it creates a whole lot of fury, a whole lot of frustration. He's frustrated. You're frustrated because you feel like he's walking out on you or whatever the case. You don't have any proof, but you feel like he's walking out on you. And he's like, what the hell am I doing here? I'm not happy. Everything makes me mad because I'm sexually frustrated. And it's just this loop of dysfunction and resentment and regret. And it's like, what am I doing here? And she's like, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? Like, you just want me to have sex with you. And it's when you like, start to see it as a cycle in your life, then it's time for you to see somebody. Yes, you need a therapist. <laughs> you need to seek yeah. Like, help. when you see, like, when you see the, the issue, like, you don't like something mm. or he doesn't like, but you're right, the expectations are great. And the expectation, we have a different expectation for sex than intimacy. Because if you had intimacy with your partner, then she could tell you why she doesn't like to be touched that way. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. we took the time, I told you, we only do courtship, not relationships. Not relationships. Intimacy <laughs> is developed in relationships when you build a foundation of trust and communication. 
But if you don't really have a foundation of trust, then you can't be intimate. And if you're not intimate, why would you tell that person your secrets? You don't know how they're going to respond. And then how do you deal with your secrets if the people around you don't even know that that's your experience, you know? Dude! Sorry to call you dude. I don't mind. Uh, I call you girl all the time. Girl! It's just, it's just, (laughs) it blows my mind because what you're saying is, is 100% true. We lead with the courtship part, and we're fine at it. Like I could quote a hundred women. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm almost over the denial thing, right? Mm-hmm. I could, if you don't, if you're not interested, that's fine. I could do that. I'm, I feel like I'm trained to do that, right? Yeah, you are trained. Yes, we are from smart because we, we we exchange notes as as men. In fact, in at, in in male talk, like what we exchange is is really just a handful of things about women. Mm-hmm. We who we check in, who we check in on the side, mm-hmm. who we sexing up. And doing, you know, plausibly filthy things with. Mm. And who is willing? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like this comparison of notes. And some of it is really fabricated. There's a lot of guys, there's some guys who are virgins, never had sex, but they just make this stuff up. Right? But anyway, beside that. So we're comparing notes on the sexual parts. We're comparing notes on the conquest. We we, we hardly compare notes about the, the difficulty in, 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 in the relationships are how to have a beneficial and substantially functional relationship. There's none of that. No. So we don't know how to do that. Like, and when you have problems, it's find a new girl. Boy, it's find a new girl. So and it doesn't work. It doesn't yes. work. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. So, so what you're saying is courtship, no intimacy. Sex, no intimacy. Like we don't lead the relationship with talking about our secrets or talking about what makes us vulnerable or what, what is a deal breaker, what is our red flags. What's wrong with me? Not even about the sex. Not even. You don't even have enough intimacy to talk about negotiating s- condoms. Nothing. Um, how you feel about pregnancy. Nothing. How you even like sex. Nothing. How you like to be touched. Not Nothing. Even. It's just like supposed to be. And it's like there's this big disqualifier if it's it's not like super great the first time. Like, you know, like, like a man is going in there and he's like, I don't know these buttons. No, you do not. You don't know. You anything. know nothing. This is a woman. A this is woman a completely different person. With all her Every, baggage. And this is where, this is where I think the fallacy comes in. Where like guys are convinced like the more sex with more people you have, the better you are at sex. And that is a complete just, fabrication. It is ridiculous to think that you would have sex with a hundred women. And because you've had sex with a hundred women that the hundred and first you're gonna be a professional at that woman is a completely different beast she's and it goes the, for the opposite for men as well what you were doing with this guy has nothing to do this is a completely unique set of skills here this person might not like anything that you were doing before might not like it rough might not like it slow might not look to be touched like that might like it you know shorter bursts longer bursts <laughs> in public not in public don't like to be touched don't like to be kissed don't like pda loves pda this is a completely different person so again it's a fallacy you are not becoming a professional at sex in general by having sex with a lot of people no you're just breaking up all the systems you're just breaking up all the families i'm breaking up all the women you're I just breaking so up the women oh. that's all you're doing like it, it, this is like a life it's almost like i feel like if we led with the intimacy and not lead with the sex like try to find somebody who you could you could feel comfortably enough to be your real self around like that should be who you're trying yes. to get but you to. know when women find those men they don't even know that's what they're trying to get to sometimes oh, like no. they're like 
oh, oh, I got this guy, but he's just so nice. You know? Woman! Oh, he's just so, you know, it's the truth. And you know you've heard it. Oh, I, I met this guy, but he's just so nice. And then you just stick him in the friend zone. And that's so you it. just put him in the friend zone. I was like, no, that's the one. That's the one. You're supposed to build the foundation. Build the foundation. Don't go for the hottest one. I used to tell my students all the time, go with the walkable one. The if he's walkable. walkable. Mm-hmm. It's walkable. If you can walk down the street with him and you don't feel embarrassed, that's good. But the hottest boy is going to give you 100 bites. You're just going to get 100 bites because he has so much options. And the men here are also not good at negotiating no I can't believe that men always want to sleep with every woman that wants to sleep with them oh man and they also don't say no, no. because I, I yeah they don't say no either right so it's just it's something else. it's something else. I, I, I'll tell you I'll, I'll be honest I'll be I'll be a little vulnerable I'll say that um, um, most of my life right I, I thought I honestly thought that um, when it comes to women like the looking a woman or be, being with a woman was more to do with self like validation of yes. myself like it's like I could get that girl or yes. I that's general that's yeah it's generally mm-hmm. how, how I felt about it and when you when that is your modus operandi cheating is easy yeah. because it's not like you're thinking about hurting somebody you're just thinking about to yourself v- yourself you're just thinking <laughs> about validating yourself like yeah I'm I'm good like that like I am I am I am the one. Like, I, I am a man. I'm a man because I could hold on these three relationships at once. But the older I got, like, and I think maybe this is, I don't want to say it's recently, but I've had the ability to say no, like, and actually mean it. Not yeah. say no and, like, I'm just saying no to kind of egg on this yes. person or, or trying to, like, build up some, like, under, some reserved energy. Oh, it's so exhausting. It's so it is work. very exhausting. I'm not trying to, like, cushion this person's fault. I'm just like, look, I'm in a relationship and I'm fine. I'm sorry if I gave yeah. you a, a bad um, energy. I, 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 don't, I didn't mean to mislead you or anything. Yes. I was just being nice. Like, yeah. I, I thought you were nice and I, I, I'm just being nice to you. Yeah. I'm not interested in anything that you have to offer sexually i'm not interested in relationship with you i love my girlfriend and i'm fine right like recently it's just like it's just been like i don't know what's going on in like 2019 2020 but just a few like a few girls is like you know i really like you i think you're nice and i'm like yeah i'm i told you i have a girlfriend right yeah, you did, but you know, I still find it. Yeah, but I don't appreciate this line of. I don't of, I like this. Line I don't of like this line it's of disrespectful. I don't like this line of conversation that we're having. I mm. think it's it's your motives are really not good. Not good for what I want. Like I don't mind being your friend, but if this is what you call friendship, I, I'm not interested. Like I'm I'm good. I'm I'm okay. I love my girl. I want to put my energy here. I want to put my investment here. No, not you. And it's just like the first time I did it, it felt weird. It felt weird. It felt like this girl's gonna run off and say, "Steven, yeah, he's girls. a little, <laughs> little fat." Yeah, you know, I started to say, "Like he's a little anti man." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but at the same time, it's like I don't care. I don't care. Like I, I don't. What, what What do you have to prove to that? That I girl? have nothing to prove to. I don't care what you think about me. But like, when people get there, their own sense of self awareness, then you know. But what do you have to prove? You're at a different place of self-awareness. Most men still don't know they don't have anything to prove. Like, you don't have to. So I say, you don't have to go with that girl. Like, you don't have to prove it. But they're like, wait, stripping is you talking? Of course I'm going to go with that girl. Like, okay. Did you feel better? No, you don't. You've had eight girls now, and the one girl at home is always crying. Every time you go home, she crying. She want to know where you're. Like, it's so much drama. 
But you said a few things there with the, the niceness when it comes to it. That same thing when you said with the niceness, you're nice to women. That's another thing. We're not saying we don't even know how to receive it. No. So even as a woman, and the men don't know how to receive it. So I'm nice. You know me, Stephen. Of course, yeah, yeah. You're... I'm nice. I'm nice with everybody. I'm flirty, I laughy, I'm nice all the time. Men misinterpret it all the time. They think like, because I'm a nice person, like there's a free passport to my vagina. There's not a pass. It's not a pass to my vagina. Because I sat down and had a conversation with you, like because I giggled and you were funny and you said something I thought was funny and you said, oh, we should meet for lunch today. And I said, yeah, sure. That wasn't like a... In, invitation. Like, it wasn't a, like an invitation. Like I don't, I don't expect you like to think that you and me are are dead or like. And now that you owe me something, or I asked you to do something for me and you did it for me, so now you owe me something, you know. And I always hear women saying it, you know, the 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 niceness. So people always misinterpret niceness, and the men also start to believe that when they're nice, that they're entitled. Mm. You know, so there's like an entitlement. Like I did this nice thing for you, so, so I'm entitled. To this thing, and you have to change the dialogue. Yeah, you do. Right? So when we started making it, they told me oh, I couldn't have friends, male friends, and St. Kitts. I don't care what anybody says. I make friends with the men in St. Kitts that nobody really is friends with. <laughs> that everybody's like, oh, he does ride that one, he doesn't ride. I don't even care. If you're gonna chat me, go ahead and chat me. Those are my friends, okay? And I make the friends with them because they respect me, and they respect me because I created a space. So if you create a space and you say, listen, if you want to be in my space because you appreciate all these other things about me, I'm not offering this thing. Yeah. If you want that thing and it's more important than the other things I offer you in our friendship, then you're just going to have to go along. Like you can't be in this space. So I find that my male friends are delicate with me in not intruding. Like Mm. I find they're very careful about not breaching their space mm-hmm. because I will be well like oh that was my boy and then you breach the space and I'd be like done like I didn't see <laughs> but, but then th- that has to be okay though yeah that has to be okay and, and and I think sometimes you have to come to a place where it's okay if I don't have a good relationship with this person like it's okay if you're not my friend yes like it's okay if we don't talk right it's okay if you're not able to come inside my house it's okay. It's fine. And it's also okay if you didn't get it right the first time. The it, next time you could do better. Yes. So like, I'm not saying every single time I got it right. Like, sometimes I got blindsided. I was like, oh, he wasn't joking like that. Really? I'd be like, why did you think this was acceptable? Like, some like really, I've had some really predatory things happen to me in St. Kitts and Nevis. I won't lie. But like, I really have. And I thought, I grew up, you know, I came here when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I had already had predatory things happen to me coming here as a teenager because that happens to a lot of my youth but since I've come and lived here all these years you know I feel like, I, like I've had some real predatory behavior oh like, and there's creepy things and people are out there and they don't think about it like you're thinking oh we just mean men who abuse you no like men who will show you porn like did I ask to see that porn like when you took out your phone oh look at this did I say to you like I wanted, I wanted to them? see porn like is that what we were just talking about because it's only blue we were watching a music video and now it's porn even things like a dick pic did I ask for your dick pic like did I say I wanted to see what your penis looked like it was like hey hey oh I had something I wanted to talk to you about cool here's my digits and then the next thing you're gonna send me is a picture of your penis did I invite that or want to tell me about all the things you always wanted to do to me did I ask you about all the things that you always wanted to do to me did I give you a signal that sexually I'm frustrated was it me smile was it me laugh yeah or the oh you know you're by yourself you must be lonely Uh, no I'm not I'm fine I'm good no I'm not lonely no I'm not I don't need you either you don't need to be a hero for me I don't need it you know and the thing is it's funny because like but it's not for free 
Because after not freeness free. is penis. Exactly. That's also I put up after freeness comes what? And nobody could guess? And that is a penis. After freeness is penis. After the hero, the, 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 the hero, after the hero is the erotic. Like after you be hero, hero, after you're a hero, you want your price. So yes. that's what it is. And that is and transactional and that is abusive. And it's that abusive. Is predatory but you, behavior. On the flip side, I've experienced like a few things that just kind of just raise my eyebrows. And sorry, but even about women. Like no, there it's, are it's, some this women. This is gender parity. Bring it. Yeah, I'm gonna bring it. Like older women, and sometimes not even that much older, just a little older. Yes. Like they have this thing where they 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 do this sympathy thing. Cause as a guy, especially if you're empathetic, like a woman would come and she say, you know, I just need a little bit of help. I just want you to help me put this up in my house or put in a light bulb. You know, that screen a light bulb thing. You got to be careful about screening them light bulbs because you end up screwing and it could be weird, right? And you go over thinking, okay, I'm just going to help this person who is in need. And you go over there and that whole setup is not for no screening on a light bulb. No. And then when you resist them, this is what they hit you with, the sympathy card. And I call it the sympathy card because it's like... Oh, you know, sometimes I'm so lonely and I just need somebody to like just keep me company. And, you know, you could, if you want, you could just stare, just want somebody, you know, I could cook for you. But I'm so sad and I'm so depressed and I need somebody in my life. And I think since you've been so nice to me, maybe you could just stay for a little bit longer. And, and then you, then you're like, what are you, what world going on here? This is real more than a sign of a, and they're using it. They're putting you into an environment. They're putting your guard down. You start to feel a little more comfortable. Like some coaching. And then it's, it's like they're coaching you into it and they're doing it in a very, it's not seen as aggressive, but if you think about it, it's very manipulative and aggressive. Like Before you know it, aggressive. she got to go bed and she's coming out. It's, it's, it's a lot. Women. Oh, I've had that situation too. It could be with a, a man in the same kids. You gotta Nonsense, be. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. Once you're not in an environment that's neutral, you gotta be on your guard. Unfortunately, you gotta be like looking. You gotta be very observant. Again, I've ended. I've been in that kind of situation, and it's like it's just been so uncomfortable because this person, I didn't even. It's like from out of left field. And is that after that experience, I finally understood how women normally feel when men do the same exact things. They bring you over to a, an environment that's not familiar to you. Mm -hmm. You're completely alone mm -hmm. with them. And they're kind of manipulating the situation yep. uh -huh. for their own gain. It's crazy. I had crazy. that situation. I had a similar situation happen to me in St. Kitts. And it was the same thing. I went out. I had a nice time. We were all liming, a whole group of friends. You know, I just met this friend two or three times before the person had approached me. And I told them I really wasn't interested in dating them. Mm -hmm. But in this situation, they came with another friend that I is my good friend. Uh -huh. So I trusted her. So I trust that space, you know. Yes, so of we're course. All, of course. So we're the all in the same space. Liming, everything is cool. You know, some of us had too much to drink. I didn't have too much to drink. So we dropped a friend home and then he was to bring me back to my car. So I drove her car to get her home and then he was to bring me back to my car, which I really... Even from the beginning, and women, you know it. You know in the instinct. In your gut. In my gut, I was like, something's not right, but I'm just going to trust the situation because how could this happen in this situation with these people, you know? And we end up and we stop, and he says, oh, he wants to stop because he's on his way. He's going back to, like, the club. I'll just say the club. Mm -hmm. He's going back to the club, and... Um, and uh, he would like to stop and change because the car is on the way between where he lives and the club, right? So I'm like... Okay, I'll just wait in the car. Oh, I'm just going to be a minute. Just come inside and sit down. So 
I'm still like, mm, don't like this. I don't feel comfortable, but like, okay, I have my phone. I'm just going to go and sit down. So we get into the space. It's dark in the space. I'm a bit uncomfortable in this space. And I'm all of my spidey senses are going off, you know, but I still like, I don't like, I it's don't, not I don't trust my instinct, you know? So now he says, okay, just sit down here. Like I can see his space in that space. It's just a small space in mm -hmm. the space. So his is really mostly just, I think his room, like you can see all his stuff is in his space. So mm -hmm. he says like, just sit here. I'm going to go into the other room. He's going to, he, he's going to change. Now he wants to shower. So that's where it starts at the behavior. Oh so my God. I'm like, you have exactly now I'm, now I'm getting pissed off because now you're just violating me. And like you have five minutes and I'm ready to go. Oh, now he's had too much to drink. He just wants to lay down for a second. So I'm like, I just want to go home. Just take me. If you can't get me home, I could walk from here to where I have to go. You know, like I just want to go home. Okay, just give him a few minutes to lay down because he's really tired. So now like what choice do I have? Right. Oh my because God. like now I'm sitting like on the edge of this bed, like any minute now I could sprint out of this space. I've got my phone in my hand. I put my girlfriend's on alert, like in an unsafe space. Like, if you don't hear from me, like, this, this is, is like, this is where I am, you know? And, um, and I, I sit down to watch. He pretends he's, he's going to sleep. And then I hear grunting, grunting, moaning. Yep. Grunting, moaning. I'm, I'm telling the story because I know women are going to be like, yeah, this has happened to me. So like grunting, moaning. He's masturbating. You gotta be kidding. Literally behind me is masturbating. So now I get duly pissed off. And I'm like, listen, I want to go home right effing now. <laughs> You're going to take me or I'm going out in the street. And I'm going to start screaming. And then, oh, all the apologies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. And then the disclaimer, oh, then trying to tell you like that didn't happen like that. Oh, I know it appears like this, but, you know, it didn't really happen. Same culture. I'm a psychologist. And I was like, girl, how did you get yourself into this situation? Right. And I felt so violated. I was like. I feel so violated by this person. And the next time I saw the person, so I went to the friend and I told her, listen, like, I didn't tell her about her friend, which I should have. Yeah, you, you probably know? should, yeah. And I went to her and I just said, like, listen, I don't want that person around me anymore. Like, he's not the person that you think he is. I don't want him around me anymore. And we go out somewhere and he offers to buy me a drink. No and way. sends the drink over. That's the level of predatory. Like, that's how you think you're okay then. Not only did you intrude in my space violate me right but then when you see me in public it's okay so you think you're gonna send me a drink i so promptly walk the drink back and told him like i told you i don't want nothing from you and if you know better you would stop poking me stop poking the bear you know and my best friend natty was behind me like she was like a gangster henchman of course like, you know natty is a gangster 100 like, yeah, shout like, out to natty yeah, yeah. sweetie yeah, she was come like, on they're behind me and it's like it had to, and then he went and complained to the friend, oh, she's not being nice to me. Listen, this is the level of predatory behavior. That is crazy. What delusion? That's like grand delusion Correct. 100. And it took like two, three more times me seeing him in public for him to understand. Like, I'm serious. Like, don't speak to me. Like, you're lucky I didn't report you. Like, do not speak to me. Like, don't come in my space. And it's the same thing. Like, why are we protecting the sexual predators? But you know what? You know what happens? And you, just to add a tack on that, the back end of that story, because you are in more or less a position where you could, you don't need him, right? No. But there are some women who, the very person who, yes. who does this to them is somebody who they have to interact with on a regular basis. But you understand what I'm saying, Stephen? I'm a psychologist. 
I deal with young people who get into those situations all the yeah. time. And I got myself into that situation. If I couldn't negotiate for myself, and I was frightened in the situation, and I know better as a psychologist, and this didn't happen that long ago, less than five years. Oh my God. So, and I'm an adult. And it was difficult for me in that situation. So I don't want women to feel like I'm out here speaking like you're the victim and you like I should you should know better. No, we don't know better. We don't know better because even me as a psychologist, I have not reported that person. Like I reported him to his friend, friend eventually, yeah. and she reported him to another friend. Mm, so that, but like so really, nothing's happened to that person. No. And for the 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 level that he did that to me at, and the comfort he had with it, that means you do that all, shit the, all time. the time. Yeah, you and nobody just rejects that. So like I'm like. We don't report it. Like, we don't we report all, it. Like, like, but like, why are we keeping the secret? Is it that we think people aren't going to believe is it us? Shame? Is, or is it shame? Is it that we don't want to upset the apple cart? Because for me, like, why didn't I report it? Yeah, it's a Christian. It happened I, to I, me. I've, I've, been, I've been not sexually assaulted, but I've been harassed. Um, but I never, I never reported it. I just said like whatever well, yes, you're a man so nobody would expect you to report nobody it. would expect you to report right? it and for me it's also a certain level of shame for me it's like we're wearing their shame like I'm wearing like it's my own shame I should have made a better decision I knew better than but to go but it's not and, and this is this is exactly and I'm telling you yes get and it. I'm a psychologist exactly. so I'm telling you we are really doing it ourselves and that's why I had to like even when I went to finally tell my friends like I was so ashamed and the shame for me was like you know better but the thing is, is it is it about? And this is where it, it, it comes to a situation. It's not real. It's not real. You're no, making. No, I know it's not my shame. It's yeah, his it's shame. not. And he the more did that, something. Yes, and the more that he continued to violate me, I was like, this is not my shame. I am telling this girl that this is what her friend did because she needs to know it's this not is who you, he exactly, is. Exactly, but it's not your fault. And a lot of the time, we just like what you say, you're you're rationalizing it by saying. You know, I am a psychologist. I'm supposed to know better. Yes. Which takes away, in my opinion, from, from the, the fact that he's supposed to be doing Hello. better. This that is inappropriate. That has nothing to do with me. It that didn't. was not my fault at all. But it still doesn't change it's the like faulty thinking. That we have. That we have in that our head. Have. That your initial thing is to look at yourself. Like, I'm supposed to know like, better. No. I should have known better. That's that's your, your, your first thing to do. And it's funny because if you could experience that, because the same thing with me, like, even... When I'm recounting my own situation, it's like, I should have known not to do that. Like, yeah. I should have seen these red flags. I should have not mm -hmm. put myself in that situation. But then, what about the predator? What yeah. about the person who was and that, like, that was my, the first pushing time I this? Me, that was my argument. Like, why do I have, like, why am I wrong here? Like, who told him that he could cross that line? Exactly. Who, in my situation, who told her? Because it was a, it was a woman. Yeah. Like, and it, it's just, like, I didn't do anything. I, I, I originally thought this was fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I couldn't even tell my friends because it's like, they would so, have been you like down, so you turned down the bomb? Yeah. <laughs> you down, bro. Like, yeah. Turn down the, you turn down. Want, no, but she's, you know, she's it's like, yeah, but so, you know what I mean? Like, yes, there's everything wrong with that. Yeah. She put me in a situation that was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for me. And it's like, you're, you're saying even under over false, over false, yeah. um, and remember, the, and, and the friend, and the friend knew when I told her. She she knew. She was like, "Oh, he's a da 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 da." So like, I must be when like like it must have happened to her, because she and she didn't say anything. So like, even when I told her, she didn't act like I told you earlier and shocked her surprise. She didn't act shocked or surprised because mm -hmm. it's she know about it. 
We they know the know. predators. We know who they are. We know who they are. It's so freaking weird. Like, even when it comes to, like, girls and boss man, you know, how me and you talk about boss man. But this mm-hmm. boss man situation, which is really just an allegory for the whole of society, really. Opportunity. It's opportunity. Opportunity predators. <laughs> how do you blame a 15-year-old girl for how she looks? How she looks is not, like, her genetic makeup is not her. She, that, she didn't do anything. She just was born. Like, that's just and who she, she is. And she has no trans. So a boss man is convenient. A boss man convenient. <laughs> You understand? And he, a lot of the times, it's not the girl who presents the oppo- the situation. It's not the girl who presents, it's not the woman who presents the guidance for the situation. No. It's the man who's like, young ape. It starts from just yeah. that one from thing. From the one time, and then he wants you to stay on the bus extra long. Extra long. Like, like you have to go, and everybody leaves the bus, home? and you're still sitting in the front seat as a young child. He is, he is the one navigating the situation. On your behalf, you are the fifteen-year-old young girl. Sometimes they, in themselves, they don't even really understand what's happening, and it's true due to lack of experience. Which is why I always say seniority has its own power. Me being older than you, by sometimes by extension, I, I have more knowledge than you have. I've been through more stuff. I understand how this works. You, you, this might be the first or second time for you. You still don't have a grasp on what is happening to you. You think this is. Uh, it's not so bad. I mean, he did kind of give me... Because I, I, I could set up... in it, As a boss man, I could set up and say, Hey, look, I'm going to do these nice things for you. Mm-hmm. you. You need money for school? Here's $50. Yeah. I've never gotten $50 from my mother in my life. In your life. And You're then, so beautiful. You look pretty You look today. prettier, man. Oh, I love when your hair is like that. You take the $50 and go, it's fine. it's fine. No, don't worry about it. Then, you don't know, it softens up your heart to this person because this person seems like they're just nice to you. The young people, they a lot of young women actually believe it's now their obligation it's, because yeah. they took something from him. So now like, they have the to give him something. The least I could do. The least I could do is give him a Is give fun. him something. And this something might be everything. But when you have nothing, then what do you give? Just your body. Give, yeah, give your body because that's all you have. You give your body and, and your really time. that's really what he wanted. So you're actually giving him what he wanted. All the time. But you don't know that because, again, at the end of the day, your feelings that is reciprocal. It's like, you've given me free bus rides yeah. and some money. Or they think they're in a relationship with I'm in a relationship man. with this bus man. Yeah. Like, you, 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 if you ever ask them, it's like, that's my boyfriend. Yeah. No, sweetie, that's not your boyfriend. It's not. He can't tell anybody that that's he's it, no. doing anything with you. And you probably know another schoolgirl that he's with. But nobody says Also, anything. predatory sexual behavior. And then people put their children on the buses with the bus drivers that they know are predators. Why? Why would you put your girl child on the bus with a bus man that you know is a predator? Stop it. So if you know out there and the women are out there, I'm not saying, no, I don't ever let my child go with this bus man. And I never let my child go with that bus man because they already know who they be. Stop with your child on bus with predators. Tell your children which buses not to take. It has to come to this level now. <laughs> Tell your children which buses not to take. Which coaches they are not allowed to go on. If there's a trip, they are not allowed to go without supervision. You don't let your daughters go nowhere with any male coaches, male male nothing without supervision or your young sons. If you see them yeah. having more things than they should have, your sons, you need to ask them where they're getting all that from, where they're getting it from, because there's a whole market for young men as well. And then we have to look at who has the money for all these transactional relationships. So don't think that it's just one segment of society that is doing this. It's not. It's country Town, rich, no poor, position, no position, farmer, like you name it. 
is no balance. It's an equal opportunity abusive society. But then but the barrier mostly, for entry for those is so low too. Yes, but mostly it is people who are in positions of control and power. And I think that's one of the reasons that we don't report predatory behavior because we're afraid of the repercussions from the persons who are in control and in power. And when the people in control and in power are telling you that that is okay, then we have to say that is not okay. And we have to advocate for ourselves because it's in nobody's best interest for sexual predatory behavior to run rampant in St. Kitts. It's obviously in somebody's interest right now, but it's not in our interest to allow it to continue. It really isn't. It's just a cycle. Oh, man. Neymar, Changes could... one person at a time. We, 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 since last year, we were supposed to do a vagina economics episode. Oh, we have to do a vagina We're always touching on it. The last time we did touch on it, but we never went into it because vagina Well, you know, it's COVID. Vagina economics is all turned upside on its head now. And it's not supposed <laughs> to be because it's COVID. It is. You do realize how counterproductive that could be? It's COVID. It's, it's turned up on its head because men don't have as much money. How do you manage multiple families when you don't have as much money? You could barely manage your own home. Yeah. You had a job and now you have no job. So your side chick ain't got no money. You ain't got no money. Nobody got no money. The vagina economics, so it's less money. People are in the house with their actual partners. They yeah. can't get out of the house and go be by their other partners. So then they're not getting anything. So why would I get something from you if I'm not getting anything? From a lot you? of relationships are broken because a lot of, of COVID, relationships man. are broken because of COVID. A lot of side girls they have to find new man. They had to find new man, and the new man ain't got no walk because there's no jobs out there. Everybody's gonna be on a level playing field. Everybody's gonna be in the struggle fest. So that's going to put... See, I feel like there's some things in the universe, you asked me earlier about faith, that just set themselves right. I really feel like there's something moving in St. Kitts right now that's going to shift this movement in sexual predators. I really feel like, because I just feel like there's going to come a point where they're just going to be exposed. Everything that's in the dark comes to light. Yeah. And, you know, I think right now we're distracted by... Yeah, right now we're distracted by a lot of things, but if we took away the distractions, then we would see what's left. And I think when people get tired of just talking politics all the time, maybe we can get back to talking issues, you know? Yeah. So I really want to encourage, if you're out there as young people, especially to start talking about those issues and the ways that you've been violated, because people talk a lot of time about our young people, why are they mad? Why are they this? Why are they that? Why are they the other? And it's like, they got a lot of reasons to be mad. Like, you're not paying attention. <laughs> We've done a lot of things to these young people. A lot. A, a lot. lot, and especially lot. the young women, and I really feel like there has to be, it has to come to a point where we just say stop. You know, where desperation would do that though. Desperation would do that. Like you, you say, you don't have the thousand dollars for me this month. Yeah. So I could tell your wife about what's been going on. Desperation. Desperation. Yeah. For you know, it's on social medias. Um, Doctor so and so. Yeah, he's yeah they abusing. didn't get what they want. Then they're abusing this person. Yeah, it's, it's all over the place. I'm only, I'm only, I'm only 16. And but then been, they're going to make up all kind of story too. Oh, but she took the money and she this and she that. And oh, yeah, but his wife said he could. And this is like, oh, my gosh. Who justifies it? We don't have to justify it. You don't have to make up a story to justify a predator. It's just good enough that he's a predator. Yeah. If you've heard somebody's a predator and you know they're a predator, don't make a justification. You know they're a predator. What you really should say is, yes, he was always a predator. Oh, my God. When you hear somebody say it, you should acknowledge it by saying, yes, that man has always been a predator. Simple. Name That's what I tell people. I'd be calling. If you know out there and you're a predator too, keep your eye because the women are going to start to talk. So if you know you're a predator, stop it. Yeah, that's we the We see thing. you, okay? That's we the safest thing. So, the, the best thing you say is, I don't do it anymore. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it for years. I've been, you know how like when, when people um, are going through like, 
um, Alcoholics Anonymous, yes. or, you know, they, they say like, you know, I've been clean for five yes. for five months. Be clean. Like they just say like, yeah, I've been clean for four years. I've yeah. been clean for four years. Try. Try, because it's an addiction. You have to get over it. You have yeah. to get over it. Uh-huh. Naima, thank you so much for being thank on the show. You, it's been Steven. awesome talking to you. You just, you're like so good at this. I just feel I like... Just like I you just know, like, Stephen, we got vibes. You just got this like amazing, like, it's just lots of information, but it's just relatable information. So it just don't feel like a lot. It just feel like, oh man, Naima. Yeah. When we guys go, we're just really going. People must be at home like, oh. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, you gotta keep oh. up. You gotta keep up. <laughs> All right, so Naima, thank you so much, guys. I'm Stephen thank Smith. You. You've been listening to Objectively Incorrect, and as usual, peace, no gang signs, and stay safe, guys. Boom shakalaka.